Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. I got to tell you, this morning, my heart wasn't in Optimism Wednesday, even though today is my birthday. Now I've got my head on completely straight, and I am all about optimism. I am not going to say a single pessimistic or cynical thing this entire video. I am coming with the uh, the optimism, both barrels firing simultaneously. Let's go. We're talking about the Colts. We're talking about the Hoosiers, talking about the Pacers, talking about Butler. I got optimistic viewpoints on all of these teams, and I can't wait to share them with you. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Wednesday, February 22nd, the greatest day on the whole calendar. 2023, brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Michael Neal is the best dentist that there is. You know how I know? I've been a, I've been a patient there for 25 years, minimum. All right, more than 25 years. Absolutely wonderful. Best dentist in the world. Call him, make an appointment. That's not optimism. That is fact. All right, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live or I post a video. And if you want to make a donation on my birthday, what a wonderful gesture that would be. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Bubba Ventrone at this hour is interviewing for the special teams coordinator job with the Cleveland Browns. Nothing but love for Bubba Ventrone. However, if the Colts wanted to keep him, they could. He's under contract. They don't have to allow him to interview for a job that is a parallel move as this is. What are we worried about? The Colts aren't worried about it. Why are we worried? Bubba Ventrone was a special teams coordinator of a 4-12-1 team. What's going to happen if Bubba Ventrone is replaced by a potted plant? Where are they going to go? 3-14? 2-15? Who the hell cares? Go find somebody to do it better. Upgrade. You don't come in standing pat after four, uh, four, twelve, and one. You say, you know what? I think we got a hell of a staff. We're going to keep them all. And obviously, they're not. They're changing a lot on the offensive side of the ball. But special teams coordinator, special teams schmordinator. I don't care. I want different because different imbues us with hope, and that's what optimism is all about. Bubba Ventrone can go to Cleveland. You want to be? You want to live in Cleveland? Look, I don't want to impugn the mistake by the lake, but if a guy would rather live in Cleveland than live in Indianapolis, I got no time for that guy. 
Adios, muchacho. We move on. Bring somebody in who wants to be here, for the love of God. Indianapolis is a fine city, a beautiful city. Rivers do not burst into flames in Indianapolis. We barely have a river. We have no lake. This is, there's no lake here. How could there be a mistake? Buy it. All right. Uh, the Colts, they signed a guy today. Uh, Kevin Tolliver II. All right. He's a cornerback. Five-year career. He's, uh, he's played in uh, uh, 29 games. Good. All right. Bears, Broncos, Ravens, 32 tackles. Might be a replacement for Brandon Faison. Ho-ho! I like it. Let's move on from the Brandon Faison era, the grim Brandon Faison era. Before Brandon Faison came to the Colts, this Colts team was rolling. It looked like he was headed for a playoff run. And then he was signed. What happened? 4-12-1. Let's move on from Brandon Faison. I'm all about Kevin Tolliver. Uh, here's more reason for optimism with the Colts. The Titans, look who they waved. Taylor Luan, gone. Robert Woods, wide receiver, gone. Randy Bullock, gone. And then uh, Zach Cunningham, linebacker, gone. They saved $37.7 million against the cap. But they lost a left tackle, a starting wide receiver, granted, Woods was not great last year. Woods, uh, 53 catches, 527 yards, under 10 yards per catch for the first time in his career. However, he's better than nobody, right? Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. So, the Titans move on from those guys, and that reduces not just the salary cap, but the level of talent on the team. All right, um, you know what, and, and please don't call for the Colts to sign Robert Woods. Please don't do that. Look, Robert Woods was really pretty good in 2018 and 2019. He, in those two years, had a minimum of 1,100 yards in each, a combination combined. He had 2,353 yards. 
It was pretty good. If you got the 2018 version of Robert Woods, you'd be, hey, you'd be excited. I'm not excited. Just like T.Y. Hilton, 2018, I'm in. 2018, Jack Doyle, hell, he retired. It was a long time ago. That's five years ago. Meaningless to me what you did in 2018. That he also did it in 2019, that's not a big deal either. All right, here is, this is great news, all right, for the Indianapolis Colts. I don't believe they have a quarterback on their roster. Nor did they have a quarterback on their roster in 2022 who is going to make the team in 2023. That is how big an upgrade the Colts are going to make at the quarterback position. Matt Ryan is not coming back. Matt Ryan counts $12 million against the cap right now if they waive him or release him by St. Patrick's Day. If they keep him, that's an additional $17 million. To be a mentor? Uh, no, thank you. Matt Ryan, a lovely gentleman, old, talents waning, $29 million for that. Bye-bye. Go join Bubba Ventrone in Cleveland. That's not nice. And that doesn't sound optimistic, does it? But I firmly believe that the Colts are going to find their answer at quarterback from a group not currently employed by them. Matt Ryan's going to be gone. Foles is going to be gone. Maybe Sam Ellinger's back, but what the hell's the difference? Sam Ellinger can't play. He can't lead a team to wins. We saw that twice this past year, for the love of God. We're going we're, we're gonna to get back into that, like that wormhole of conversation, defending Sam Ellinger. Well, he didn't have a great offensive line, and his wide receivers weren't real good, and he had a tough time. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He isn't any good. Let's move on. That's not optimistic about Sam Ellinger, but it is optimistic about your Indianapolis Colts. It's my birthday, so we're a little bit salty against those who have damaged the Colts' brand. You know what, though? We can't blame Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger didn't draft himself in the sixth round. He didn't decide to become employed by the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts decided to employ him. They took a shot on him in the sixth round. They thought, maybe this is a guy who can come in and be a capable backup. They were wrong. You take a shot, Chris Ballard took his shot. He was incorrect. This time, he's going to get the quarterback right. I have a good feeling about it. All right, let's talk about the Indiana Hoosiers. They're off today as they prep for Purdue. They've got that game on Saturday. Uh, they have a 23% chance to win that game. If I, having watched the Indiana game last night when they played against Michigan State at Michigan State and lost by 15, thinking about that game, if I had to project what was going to happen at Mackey Arena on Saturday, I wouldn't have guessed a virtual one-in-four chance of winning that game. Would you? This is Ken Palm. Ken Pomeroy is smart, smart mathematic guy. He says 23%. I love it. I am picking an upset for the Indiana Hoosiers, but I'm reserving the right on a non-optimism Wednesday to change my mind. This is my birthday wish that I am allowed one reversal and, and then we can move forward, all right, and, and speak with some realism about the chance. Let me give you, though, 
before we get real about it, let me drop this nugget on you. Zach Eady, in the first game, a loss of by Purdue to Indiana at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, 33 points on 15 and 19 shooting and 18 rebounds, 10 of them on the offensive side of the ball. And still, the Hoosiers won by five. Are you kidding? Is Edie going to play better than that? I don't think so. If he plays like that, I think Indiana wins. Here are some nuggets about your Indiana Hoosiers, though. Uh, one thing they got to do, and is this is going to be a, a, a real point of emphasis for Mike Woodson and his crew, his, his uh, wonderful staff, take care of the basketball. Here, here's the thing. When they have a turnover percentage of 16% or less, they are 11-1. and one. Now, granted, some of those games came against lesser opponents early in the season. But still, when they take care of the ball, they are very, very competitive against bad teams, certainly, but good teams as well, including that game against the Purdue Boilermakers. They have to take care of the ball. Even idiots, having watched Indiana, even if they have just watched, but having played, of course they know this, you turn over the, the basketball, you lose games. That has certainly dawned on Trace Jackson Davis as he gave up seven possessions last night on his uh, career-high turnover number of seven. You've got to limit second-chance points. They are 9-3 and three in the last uh, 12 games, Indiana is. No ridiculous fouls. Malik Renew, I'm talking to you specifically. No stupid fouls. Just don't do it. Play the game like it's supposed to be played. What the hell's the matter with you people? I almost stopped. I was in Bloomington, and I, oh, David, thank you very much. Hoosiers are tired. I'd rest TJD in the Big Ten tourney because it doesn't matter. You know what? I got to tell you the truth. This, uh, I'm going to indulge your, uh, your comment with one of my own. If I'm processing information correctly, I might just sit Trace Jackson Davis this Saturday in uh, Tippecanoe County and bring him back strong against Iowa and against Michigan to round out the regular season because this is interesting, okay? If Indiana finishes 13-7, and seven, they'd have to win Saturday, and without Trace Jackson Davis, they're not going to. They would be third at worst in the Big Ten. If IU wins out at home but loses against Purdue, they're 12-8, and eight, and they could finish in the Big Ten anywhere from second to seventh. If IU splits at home and loses on the road at Purdue, 11 and 9, they could go third to 11th. So it's those two games against Iowa and Michigan that are really, really important for Indiana. And that game against Purdue, are you tempted to get Trace Jackson Davis's legs back underneath him? I kind of agree about the Big Ten tournament, but if you look at it this way, Indiana is going to play uh, twice that uh, week. Uh, they're going to play against Iowa and play against Michigan before playing in the Big Ten tournament. If they can find their way into a double bye, find their way into playing on Friday only, and then you 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 know what you get hurt or you don't get hurt, but you lose in the Big Ten tournament on Friday, as Indiana usually does. That's one game to kind of polish things a little bit. 
in a week where you really uh, about a 10-day period where you only have that one game. I don't think Indiana's making the fun. Well, that's pessimism again. You, you lured me in. You brought me right back to pessimism and cynicism. I rebuff that. I'm not going to talk about the Big Ten tournament and the fact that Indiana's never won the damn thing and has been to the finals exactly once. What? All right, tonight, Butler is at DePaul. If ever there was a shot at winning a road game in the Big East, it is tonight in Chicago at that place that they built for like $80 million that holds about 8,000 people too many for a DePaul game. Uh, hopefully, Thad Mata's crew can get that done and the Bulldogs get a W against DePaul. And the Pacers back at it tomorrow night, hosting Boston, 7 o'clock. They're 26 and 34. They got 22 games left. The most optimistic take on the Pacers is that they continued to get closer and closer to having a really good chance to draft Victor Wembenyama, who is the next it guy. It's 7-4. He can shoot it from everywhere. He's a freak athlete. What's not to love about Victor Wembenyama and the possibility of him being the next franchise, maybe the first franchise guy ever to play for this team? I'm in. And you know what? That was pretty darn close. I was kind of like Zach Eady against Indiana down at Assembly Hall. He was 15-19. and 19. That's better than 75%. I think I hit on the optimism uh, meter. I think I was somewhere in the mid-80s, and that's pretty good. I was hoping for 100, a birthday gift of 100 on the optimism meter. I'm afraid I fell short. I'm afraid we all miss shots now and again, throw incompletions now and again. No interceptions, but some incompletions. And Bubba Ventrone, don't let the door hit you where the Lord splits you. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I can't wait to talk to you then. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.